suicide is a big problem in America right now. Um, it's the, the 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 numbers have skyrocketed, particularly for young people. It's it's horrifying. It's amazing. It doesn't get more attention than it does. The FCC just approved a three number special uh, special number to for you know like you have nine one one for emergencies. Well, we now ha- are going to have nine eight eight for suicide prevention hotline. It used to be, if you're feeling suicidal, call 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. But nobody remembers those long numbers like you do 911. So 988 going forward, I don't know when it actually starts up, but that that's a good idea. And that will be um, something that people can remember. And often, you know, a quick phone call with somebody can talk people down pretty quickly before they make a very permanent decision to a likely temporary problem. Uh, I think that's a good move by the FCC. This time of uh, the week, it is common for us to take a fond look back at what we call the week that was with something cow, C dot, O dot, W dot. It's clips of the week. Chris, this is going to be another historic day here in Washington. At the end of a long and certainly historic day. A truly historic day. It was a historic day on Capitol Hill. A historic day with millions watching. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times, as opposed to once. A point of order. He's here in accordance with Rule 66. How much money do you have to give to get to do that? The gentleman will not cast aspersions. (laughs) To impeach a president who 63 million people voted for over eight lines in a call transcript is baloney. The FBI failed to document to the court assertions in the FISA application that undercut Steele's credibility. I've been saying for several years now that I can't meet a general anywhere who can tell me really what is the mission we're trying to accomplish in Afghanistan. We should debate, you know, whether we should be at war, whether we should continue the war, what is the mission, and that's not happening. But I hope we understand that what happened here can never happen again. Because what happened here is not a few irregularities. What happened here is the system failed. We identified significant inaccuracies and omissions in each of the four applications. Seven in the first application and a total of 17 by the final renewal application. There has never been anybody that drew crowds like we draw. And I don't have a guitar. I have no guitar. I've been spending my whole life with him thinking he can see. First of all, teens don't go to movies anymore. They stay home and tick-tock their vape pens on Fortnite. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Tick-tock their big pens? Vape pens. Uh, vape yeah, pens. I thought he said big pens, too. Big pens, I know what they are. Yeah. They've been around since the 70s. Vape pens. Ah, yeah. tick-tock their vape pens on Fortnite. I gotcha. Young people yeah. today. I just read something or other. TikTok's even worse than we thought. Yeah. It's, as, uh, as a what? Selling your data to the Chinese or giving it away mm-hmm. or it spying is, on well, us? It or? is a Chinese company's app. So they, yeah. yeah, they they are hoarding and they... <laughs> there was a, a small genre of... People trying to test the limits of of what their censorship was, so they would be doing like makeup uh, application tutorial videos, and then they would sneak in comments about the Hong Kong protests, and those accounts oh. would get deleted, stuff like that. Gotcha. 
Ah, interesting. And then also, in addition to the data harvesting and you know whatever China's doing with with whatever user agreement you you signed when you downloaded the app, right. Right. And what would I use the TikTok for if I wanted to have it? Uh, it is the next in evolution. Do you remember Vine? Like the, the quick, like seven to ten second videos. Yeah. Um, largely associated with a, a song of some sort. That, that's kind of what, what it is. It's, a, it's the next but step. But why Vine. not Vine still? Because <laughs> uh, Vine went bankrupt. Vine stopped being a thing. Uh-oh. Yeah, okay. Vine went away. Yeah, I know my uh, 20-year-old really likes TikTok, but uh, I believe her to be a, a communist agent, so... Trust well, that's me. unfortunate. Christmas is going to be a little uncomfortable. But uh, hey, listen, not that this needed any substantiation whatsoever. But you remember the other day we were talking about old uh, rapist, perv, oh, woman, exploiter, pig Harvey Weinstein mm. going into court on his walker. The poor crippled old man. How could he? How could he rape anybody? The poor, poor guy can barely walk around. Well, the uh, uh, somebody got pictures of him in his local Target store shopping with his family. Uh, I, I'd picture him just uh, going to Neiman Marcus or uh, you know Nordstrom or whatever. With you his family. go to Target on they, by yourself, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, well, no, with his family. No, but I mean, you yourself go. Oh yeah, like people yeah, can yeah. see you. There he is in dad jeans and a hoodie. Wow. Uh, there are red carts, the uh, Target logo and everything, the bright fluorescent lights far of, uh, up above. Uh, so there he is uh, walking quite nicely without a, uh, a walker. Thank the you very much. The world's most famous rapist just goes to Target. Yeah, with the fam. Huh. We need some, uh, some uh, winter clothes for the kids. And... More famous than Cosby. I think mm, so. Nope. No? Nope. No. Well, Cosby started more famous, obviously. Right, right. Uh, yeah, simply on the most world's most famous rapist. Uh, yeah, yeah but you know, listen, I don't, I don't want to argue, especially during this holiest of seasons. Let's just agree <laughs> that there's room for several famous rapists. Yeah. Um, but there he is hobbling into court uh, again next time on his walker. Please, if I'm ever accused of anything, man, I'm getting me uh, some dark glasses. Uh, a guide dog, a walker. I'm going to have one of those big ear horns. I forget which comedian it was, but they shared an email from their mother, who is of an age who would use walkers, and was giving like a John Madden-style breakdown. Oh, that's the cheap CVS store-bought. It's, a, it's essentially a prop walker. Right, yeah. If he was a real you know, hospital, it would have these factors on it. I thought that was a pretty interesting take, that it was clearly just a, a, a $10 prop. Yeah, well, and well that's, a, a, that's a pretty good thing to notice. Speaking as a man If who's he needed been, a walker and you're a gazillionaire, you yes. wouldn't have the, yes. the $6 walker from CVS. Yes. Right. right, and speaking as a man who's been willingly crippled twice by a surgeon and used a walker, I will tell you he's using it completely wrong, like a guy who no physical therapist or anybody has told how to use it. Mm-hmm. He's like leaned way over and well, it's way in front of him. Well, it would be hard to use correctly if you don't have any pain. I mean, right. you wouldn't know what you're trying to accomplish. <laughs> and you're in perfectly fine physical condition. <laughs> yeah. It's like when As, I was a kid and I was trying to fake a limp, but I would, like, do the wrong leg <laughs> stiff or whatever. Right? Like, yeah, I just yeah. didn't quite right. comprehend what was going on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, Harvey Weinstein at Target, mildly surprising. If I saw him at the dollar store, that would really get my attention. But the, the Target, nah, I can believe I was that. watching a video from Norm MacDonald the other day about Cosby. And then I realized this is some darkish humor, but... He said, you know, a lot of people say about Bill Cosby is uh, the worst thing is what a hypocrite he turned out to be. Um, that's what bothers me, you know, because he was lecturing America about how they should live. And Norm MacDonald said, you know, I think the worst thing is the raping. <laughs> After that, I would list the drugging, 
<laughs> then maybe the conniving. I right. have hypocrisy way down the list. <laughs> such a Norm MacDonald yeah, joke. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, how about assassinating the characters of the victims? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hypocrisy's way down there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it, it it's the whole uh, Hitler made the uh, trains run on time. Or I guess Mussolini, they said that most prominently about. Um, you know, Cosby was right a lot, about a lot of stuff. He was also phenomenally talented and insightful and and a and, uh, hundred other things. Oh, and he's a rapist. We want our monsters to be monsters. Most monsters are not monsters. They're, they're humans who, who have like uh, five-sixths normalcy, and that last sixth or tenth of their personality is, is, is monstrous. It so. is Friday the 13th. Ooh. If you're stupid. <laughs> well, it is. Whether you're stupid or not, it's Friday the 13th. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> There's nothing you, you can do about that. if you're stupid. <laughs> well, and you think weird forces are at work. I had, not. A, I had a run going for quite a few years in my younger life where Friday the 13th went really well for me for a long time. And I mm. just I started to get very excited about when they were coming. But I came across this today. Some philosopher said many years ago, superstition brings bad luck. Remember that. <laughs> That's good. That. That's good. You know, it's interesting, though. Um, a lot of superstition has to do with the human mind's need to find patterns. And listen, I am, I am enthusiastically rational and not uh, 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 superstitious. I, and this is this is silly, but I play if I'm if I'm doing anything on my phone that's not reading, I will play cribbage against the computer. It's a card game. I enjoy it. Every game opens with you pick a card and the computer picks a card, and whoever has the low card gets kind of an advantage. Um, and 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 the cards are arrayed across the screen. And so you can go like far left, the middle, far right, middle. You can go, you can choose quickly, or you can uh, wait and pick a card, whatever. And I play lots of games of cribbage, and my brain is desperate to find a pattern in what is a random arrangement of cards. And and if I pick on the right side three times in a row and I lose each time, my brain is desperate to convince me not to go right. My rational mind is in a war, though. The telling the other part of my brain, hey, stupid, <laughs> a computer is randomly arranging these cards. It's like flipping a coin three times in a row. But it's interesting to me just to observe in my own brain. It's, it's, it's well, as I said, desperate to find a pattern. Sure. And so that's we, the way we are. Yeah. That, well, we're built that way to, 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 to save us. Sure. To, to pick up on the pattern that, hey, every year after the rain, this grows, maybe we should, you know, that sort of thing. Pick it and save it. Or, yeah, exactly. or, or you know, all the, the beasts that want to eat us show up or whatever. Those are the patterns we're supposed to pick out. And and just just allowing a whole bunch of randomness is frightening. The fact that there's so many things are so random. Yeah. Um, you know, health, crime, uh, finances, just the, the idea that it's practically random is frightening as hell. Right, right. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Should, so should I look down on the superstitious and mock them or uh, have sympathy and, and kindness and try to educate them? I don't know. I don't know. I do. Mockery's I, easier. Superstition <laughs> brings bad luck. Just remember that. <laughs> That's hey, a great we, saying. We were talking the other day about uh, one of the most searched terms of the year on Google was HSCV girls or whatever they're called. Um, I don't remember what that was, but I figured out I, I got an, an email from somebody about what that is. She says, I live with one. I can tell you what those girls are all about. It's a... Huh. It's like a, a clique of, of teenage girls. 
and what their thing is. Among other things on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Commented on this before, but that groove is so great, it like causes electricity to run through my body. Mm. And it's not a stroke? I don't think it is. I hope not. Um, So we were talking about the most searched terms the other day on Google. Oh, by the way, they passed the articles of impeachment today. And oh, by the way, is the way that that story should be delivered to you. Right. And party line is expected. Go about your business. There's nothing to see here. It's the way America's (laughs) receiving it. Oh, by the way, for the third time in our nation's history, they've impeached the president. Anyway. Right. um, How's the stock market doing, Sean? One word stock report. I'll bet I know. It, nothing. Well, you got that. Tra- you got doing the, what it was doing before. The China trade deals the biggest driver of the stock oh, yeah. market. Today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent point. Yeah. And and so is it up or down or? Flat? Uh, it's it's flattened out. It was down earlier. It was mm. up big on the first trade announcement, and then kind of fell back down with mm. people figuring out what it is. And now it's pretty much flat across all the, the indices. It goes up. It goes down. Again, go on with your lives, my friends. One of the most searched terms on Google this year was VSCO girl, which I'd never heard of in my life. But now that I've read about it, I uh, I have spotted these girls all over. I live in a college town, and so I see young people, and we have a bunch of interns that come to our, our our farm and they're almost all girls in this age group so um i now know that that's what they're called i guess it's a groups together a group of teenage girls that follow certain fashion choices that go with the vsco trend it doesn't say where that comes from but anyway um and, oh it originated with the app vsco in the summer of 2019 uh, another subculture of people who dress as e-boys or e-girls as well as Tumblr girls, referring to popular teenagers that go with trends on the Internet. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, can somebody hand me my vomit bucket, please? With Tumblr girls specifically referring to those active on the social media site Tumblr. Um, however, see, this sort of thing right? I, I hear has you. always existed. I should not be hearing about it. It should get no coverage. Nobody should be writing about it. Nobody should be talking about it. What teenage girls do. There's nothing more terrifying and ugly than a clique of teenage girls. Well, you've raised them and been around them. I don't have that experience. Yes. Trust me when I say they will do what they do. You need to ignore it. And just rein it in when it gets excessive and let them get through it. And it'll burn itself But the up. idea that grown-ups or anybody... Exactly. Exactly. It's like, you know, young men being too loud and boisterous and aggressive. And you got to draw the line when the line needs drawn. But listen, it's just the way it is, and they'll, they'll outgrow it. Um, but I should not be hearing about this. Scrunchies, <laughs> scrunchies on the wrists is a big part of it, of being a, a VSCO girl. Oh, of um, course it is. It's uh, <laughs> described as both preppy and beachy. The style is often described as laid back. VSCO girls are often seen wearing oversized T-shirts long enough to cover their shorts. And they're also into wearing, if they're wearing pants, wearing mom jeans. And I see this a lot, that 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 crowd. And I think, why are you wearing those jeans? Those are the least flat. That's the least flattering look you could possibly come up with. Well, it's part of the VSCO crowd, I guess. Oh, my is God. To, in to, spite of myself, I'm slightly curious about that. Yeah, is to purposefully wear mom jeans... Uh, when you're in, you know, probably the best shape of your life. 
is it a momentary trend that will pass and has no explanation, or is it Probably. an effort to desexualize I oneself? Or? I suppose it could be. Popular shoes shoes among the VSCO girls include... But, but, but if it is an effort to desexualize themselves, is it part of that whole nobody couples anymore thing? Maybe. I don't know. Popular shoes fitting in with the unattractive mom jeans. The popular shoes are Crocs and Birkenstocks. So mom jeans, and I see 19, 20-year-old girls dressed like this every single day around where I live, wearing the unflattering mom jeans and wearing, you know, Birkenstocks or Crocs. I I came so close to buying some Crocs a couple of months ago, and I didn't. I want to write a song about someone saved my life tonight, (laughs) sugar bear. I just, I don't, I, I almost fell. But so the only reason I find this fine footwear. Go the on, the only reason I find this interesting is if it is some sort of desexualizing, deattracting thing that is going on. I don't know. Yeah, kind of the androgynous. I have no need for a, a mate thing. I wonder. I, the Crocs are inexplicable. I have no idea if Billie Eilish uh, considers herself a VSCO girl, but she has said in interviews she intentionally dresses in frumpy clothing to. To not get sexualized by her fame. It's certainly the opposite of wearing super tight jeans and high heels, yeah. which was fairly so popular she, when I was she's young. She's the anti Taylor Swift. Yeah, Marshall's got his news coming up in a little bit, and we'll catch up on what's going on in the world. There's been an impeachment, people. Looking for a special gift for that fag in your life? Whoa, 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 whoa. Get that friend of Armstrong and Getty some A&G merch. Ah! New for 19, our latest A&G logo tees, hoodies, and more. The Punch Violence in the Face t-shirt or the Castigat Redendo Moritz tee is available. The Yo, Yo, Yo and the updated Stupid Should Hurt tee. The new Cal Unicornia state flag tee. We even brought back our classic A&G ketchup and mustard logo. Buy them now at the Armstrong and Getty Superstore. Find it at armstrongandgetty.com. So it's pronounced Visco Girls, according to very angry people on the Twitter uh, text yeah, line. Yeah, idiot. VSCO Girls are Visco Girls, and that's the hot new trend. And also somebody pointing out, it's funny that they call them mom jeans, which is the way Visco Girls dress, since moms are wearing skin-tight, low-rise boot-cut jeans. Oh, yeah. That's what most moms I see at the school are wearing. The girls are wearing mom jeans that are like what moms wore in the 80s, I guess? I don't know. Anyway. I, I, I'm, it's the, it's the trend among a lot of girls. Not much makeup, unflattering jeans, Crocs or Birkenstocks for shoes. I, if I had girls, I have boys. If I had girls, I'd prefer to dress in that way than you know the super like hose, the super horse outfit. Right. But it's funny how fashions catch on and become such a thing. Well, and then there's especially on college campi and among progressive progressives, the idea that you're. You're asserting your power if you dress like a prostitute. You're owning your sexuality and feeling powerful as a woman by dressing like a, a prostitute. Um, whereas these younger girls are—is uh, this a rebellion against that? I don't, I don't you know, know. I was thinking about that for a second because I initially thought that and I thought you're overthinking it, Jack. Why did people turn their collars up on their polo shirts in the '80s? There was because of concern about skin cancer. Exactly, skin cancer and the neck, neck protect. No, it just yeah. somebody, yeah. some cool guy did it, and the other guys yeah. did it, and it just, and then it went away. That's what will right. happen with this. But you're we, probably right. But we did get this when you mentioned you were thinking about getting Crocs. We always get this joke, but it's always funny. Why are there holes in Crocs? That's where a man's dignity drains out. <laughs> Oh, 
everybody's so judgmental these days. Can't we all just get along? Oh, that's funny. News now with Marsha Phillips. He's pointing you, Michael, and Michael's looking confused like he has no idea what... We want deal! Here we go. There we go. We want deal. We want deal, and we we want deal, and we got one. (laughs) Timing. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just start again? Yeah, let's start. Let's pretend. And that's that's where your dignity drains out. (laughs) Here's, here's, Here's Marshall Phillips with the news. We want deal, and we got one, President. Yes. Wow, that was cool. That, was, that would have been that fun. was like a big time pro <laughs> radio show. <laughs> President Trump says the U.S. has canceled plans to impose new tariffs on 160 billion dollars worth of Chinese imports Sunday, scrapping those looming trade penalties. Part of a modest interim agreement that de-escalates a 17-month trade war between the world's two biggest economies. Trump says that in return, the Chinese have agreed to massive purchases of American farm and manufactured products. And a Chinese official now says Beijing is really ready to work with the U.S. to do more to promote growth in trade. So this whole trade battle has really been having an impact on the Chinese economy. Right. I want to know more about the fundamental incompatibility of an economy that values uh, uh, intellectual property and, and privacy and that sort of thing and a communist regime that demands all the books be opened and they steal that technology and those secrets. How, how is that going to work going forward? But this with the uh, the other trade deal from earlier in the week and everything, there, there are a lot of reasons people say this is the best week of Trump's presidency if mm-hmm. you eliminate the fact that he's been impeached for just the third time in our, our history. And speaking of impeachment, after days of impassioned back and forth, the House Judiciary Committee in five minutes approved articles of impeachment against the president, sending them to the full House. This vote was actually supposed to happen yesterday, but Democratic Chair Jerry Nadler suddenly recessed the panel after their 14-hour session, citing a long day, asking members to go home and search their conscience before (laughs) voting. Therefore, the committee will now stand in recess until tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., at which point I will move to divide the question so that each of us may have the opportunity to cast up or down votes on each of the articles of impeachment and to let history be our judge. The committee is in recess. Representative Doug Collins after the postponement last night saying that was the most bush league play I have seen in my life because they want to simply get him back on the cameras because it's after 11 o'clock tonight and they don't think enough people is watching. So they got their vote in uh, morning prime time, I guess. That's what you yeah, do when you got the majority. But that was clearly that was a naked move to get the vote in on uh, the Today Show today. Not that it mattered. Right. Whatevs. I was watching Good Morning America. They aired it for like five minutes and then immediately went to some celebrity story. It's just, it, no, no discussion about it whatsoever. Everybody knows how this is playing out. Right. And the polls are in. Right. Nobody cares. Prime Minister Boris Johnson's Conservative Party won a huge victory in the U.K.'s parliamentary elections and he claims now a mandate from the vote to go forward with his plan to fulfill Brexit and take the UK out of the European Union next month. Let's get Brexit done. But first, my friends, let's get breakfast done too. Thank you all. Thank you all. <laughs> a strange cat. Yeah, he, he is. is. He is. Well, we've got that. Uh, I liked the way James Corden played him on Saturday Night Live. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Rather. <laughs> we've got a new perk being offered by hipster companies in Silicon Valley. They're known, of course, for their many offerings designed to appeal to the millennial worker who filled their staffs. 
but the newest one isn't what you might expect. They're now rolling out shoeless offices. Some startups and other young firms are letting their employees walk around their offices without their shoes or even barefoot without socks on. Ah, gross. Gross is right. It's got the intent of creating a more comfortable work environment. We're we're devolving, Marshall. We're going backward as a species. Soon we'll be naked in the jungle going ooh, ooh, ooh and swinging from trees. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It gets back to this whole Visco thing. Somebody said it's also called uh, airport fashion. Um, it's all about comfort, said a couple of moms who have girls that age. It's just about being sloppy comfortable. Yeah. And that is kind of where we're going as a society. Just leave your pajamas right. on, shuffle around in shoes you don't have to bend over to put on. You know, I don't know whether to think that's smart or, or sad. I'm not exactly sure. One final note, Major League Baseball is soon going to be testing players for more than steroids. Following the July overdose death of Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs, the league and the players' union have agreed to start testing for opioids. The focus is going to be on treatment over punishment. The test will start during spring training, and a positive result would trigger not a suspension, but an evaluation and then personalized treatment program. On the uh-huh. other hand, on the other hand, the MLB and the players' union have announced marijuana is no longer going to be considered a banned substance. Now, is that just in the off season, or like, can you smoke up after a game and everybody's cool? Drugs going to be treated? They're saying the same as alcohol, and the suspension for its use will be dropped from the minor league drug program. Yeah, so, this is oh, a, a oh, test this, program okay. in the minor leagues to start. I, yeah, that's funny because I'd heard it was a test program in the minor leagues. I thought yeah. you were saying it was up to MLB. I mean, the the big leagues. Yeah. Um, because uh, uh, the NBA is famously a stoned league. There are a number of players who play stoned. Um, and, and I just I wonder if that was going to happen in baseball. I don't think you could hit yeah. a 90-mile-per-hour slider stone. I don't know. I it just, seems like a different... I know a lot of NBA players feel like they play better stone, but yeah, baseball doesn't seem like the right thing for that. I, I mean, and and if your reactions are slowed even the smallest amount, you could get hit in the face and, you know... And your and your career. Uh, on the other hand, I don't know. Maybe some guys, because every brain reacts differently. Yep. I wonder if some guys could just absolutely zone in and focus in on that ball, see the the seams and the spin, and just lash it all over the field. I guess we'll find out. There you go. I'm just stoned. Bunch of ganja smoking hippies. <laughs> That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. We want deal. So back in the day when when all men wore a suit and a hat all the time, right? You know, for everything, hard shoes. Was that just fashion, or or was that, uh, or was that a nod? Work's important and something I take seriously. Church is something I take seriously. That's why I do that. Going out to eat, writing out whatever it is, it's, it's something that you know it's kind of uh, important. So I want to uh, be uncomfortable. Exactly. And overdressed. You know, it, that's how it was explained to me as a youth. It's a show of respect. Right. That's that, why that's, you get dressed up for church, for instance. That's the word I was looking for. It's a show of respect. This is something important, though. The family's going out to eat. Um, um, I'm, I'm at work. Somebody's paying me to do this job. But, And I'm not s- 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 I'm certain that I agree with this idea. I'm just running it through. But so oh, yeah. are, are we Are we headed toward a word where we just all shuffle out of bed in our pajamas and Crocs and come to work that way and go to the restaurant that way and, and go to church that way and that way at the wedding and everything? Oh, the good well, Lord willing. All, the good Lord willing. Well, yeah. <laughs> can we all agree we ought to be clean? I mean, you can look like you just rolled out of bed, but for God's sake, take a shower. There's no lo- Well, there might be a logical reason getting back to the respect thing. But from a comfort standpoint, we wear a lot of stuff that's incredibly uncomfortable. 
uh, you know, from from our feet on up that are and unnecessary and and completely unnecessary. Although I will tell you this, when I put on a suit and a tie, I look good and I feel better. You know, just because is I know I Is that in our I minds, look, though, because we grew up in an era where that yeah. meant something? Ah, it could be. It could be. But I don't know. Putting on a suit and looking fine, you yeah. know, makes me feel a lot better, a lot more confident. One thing that I, I don't like about the West Coast is I, I don't like that if I go to a nice restaurant, there will be people there in shorts and flip-flops. I, that, to me, that takes away from the experience of yeah. we're, we're doing something special tonight. Yeah. But I know other people think that's awesome. So. But again, is that just a cultural norm with no intrinsic power? Right. I mean, it, it, when the generation grows up in shorts and flip-flops and, and, and tank tops or whatever. By the way, clothe your armpits, people. The, 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 the tank top is just, it's a terrible, I don't terrible see. I don't see a lot of tank shirt. tops. Yeah. yeah, that's good. But um, I did. Judy and I went to, was it Morton's? We went to one of your fancy place, uh, steakhouses. Dude, the table next to us in a tank top. I wanted to just stab him with a steak knife. Question I didn't. was the uh, sun's out. Was the, the sun out? Sun was not out in the restaurant, Sean. Right. So guns should stay sheathed. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you yes. could drink a thirty dollar glass of wine and eat a fifty dollar steak with somebody's armpit hair within reaching distance. Hey. Right, right. <laughs> but so once that generation or two grows up with the schlubby look and the rolling out of bed look, will the the suit? Uh, the dressing up have any cachet whatsoever. I know it does for my kids, but they grew up in the culture um, that you know we've described. So, so Bill, I don't know. so when Bill Clinton got elected president, part of his thing was you know he'd sit in the Oval Office in a ball cap and uh, and shorts and whatever, and just and, and and other people you know no no jacket and tie and stuff like that, and people wore whatever they wanted. And then when Bush was elected, he went back to the old rules of you don't walk into the Oval Office without a tie and a jacket on. You know, right. I, I don't. I don't know. I well, don't know. Clinton, they said, was disrespecting the office by, by you know, dressing in shorts in the Oval Office. By the end of his, his two terms, we were just happy if his shorts were up in the, in the Oval Office. Hey, no. Because <laughs> they had sex with that girl. Is why. <laughs> yes, that is why. <laughs> we're going to try to finish strong on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. I've come across a couple of articles. You know what's going to be one of the big stories of the next decade, the 20s, technologically wise, is 5G. That's coming fast and hard, and that's going to really be a complete game changer in the the way we uh, can take in data wherever we are. Right, and, and use that data for advanced systems, self-driving cars and the rest of it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to follow. I uh, I wonder how, you know, uh, widely it's going to be trotted out and how quickly and that sort of thing. But we shall see. I still live in an era out in the country where I have my Wi-Fi. If uh, Saturday night we can't watch Netflix. Too many people are streaming on our little Internet service. Oh, boy. That That's a thing. drag. That sort of thing will go away quickly when 5G is here. You know, I was sitting around with Judy. We were streaming some stuff uh on one of the apps on our smart TV the other day, and I was marveling at how well it works now. Um, it's amazing. It's just you flip to the various apps, and then oh, this is on Netflix. This is on Amazon Prime Video. This the other one's the on Russians you know, whatever. Get to Hulu. watch you sitting there in your chair. Go ahead, go ahead. 
so listen, um, you know, it's funny. I almost apologized in advance for, for doing this because it's so serious and we're near the end of the show on Friday. But I'm not going to apologize because, you know, honestly... We need we need to be talking about this, and that's the uh, that's the the huge multi part um, Afghanistan papers by uh, Craig Whitlock in the Washington Post, and the installment they're featuring today has to do with the Afghan security forces, and just I'm going to share with you a little bit of it because Jack and I it's become our jihad that the American people not only understand what's happening in Afghanistan, but start talking about it again. And stop sending young men to their deaths or terrible injuries and stop squandering uh, taxpayer money purely because we don't have the guts to make a hard decision about what we're doing there. Anyway, having said that, for almost two decades, Craig Whitlock writes, U.S. military commanders have assured the public they are making progress on the cornerstone of their war strategy to build a strong Afghan army and police force that can defend the country on their own. Now, I'm going to jump in and point out the reason this is just of incredible outsized importance is that's how we go home when we do that, allegedly. We're on the right track now, said Marine General Jim Mattis to Congress in 2010. Uh, General Mattis, I respect him very much. The Afghan forces are better than we thought they were, said Marine General John Allen in 2012. The Afghan National Security Forces are winning, Army Lieutenant General Joseph Anderson told reporters in 2014. But in a trove of confidential government interviews obtained by the Washington Post, U.S., NATO, and Afghan officials described their efforts to create an Afghan proxy force as a long-running calamity. With most speaking on the assumption that their remarks would remain private, they depicted the Afghan security forces as incompetent, unmotivated, poorly trained, corrupt, and riddled with deserters and infiltrators. And one more thing. In one interview, Thomas Johnson, a Navy official who served as a counterinsurgency advisor in Kandahar, said Afghans viewed the police as predatory bandits, calling them the most hated institution in Afghanistan. I, I'm amazed that this story has been out all week long, and I think it's a ten-parter. Is that right? Um, I have I've heard. Is the press trying to get a quote out of, of Rumsfeld or any of the or, or Gates or anybody any of the generals involved? Is anybody trying to hold feet to the fire on this story at all, or is it just impeachment? Yeah, the, the orange man is it that uh, important to this story? So we're ignoring it. It's all about the orange man. Yeah. Alexa, play Final Thoughts by Armstrong and Getty. Okay, here's some idiotic musings by a pair of half-wits and their merry band of simpletons. That's dismissive. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap up the show. There he is, our esteemed newsman, Marshall Phillips. Well, i got to tell you, Joe, the more I hear about Afghanistan, the more it sounds like what went down in Vietnam. Boo! Yeah, indeed. Let me throw this in. Do you know that when Esper, the current Secretary of Defense, was confirmed this past July, three hours of questioning in the Senate confirmation, Afghanistan didn't come up once. Thank you for mentioning that. How horrific is that, folks? It's astounding. 
There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, Michael? Yeah, I appreciated how Jack called me out today on how I wear the same red shirt between special yes, you events. Do. Yes, you do. You've I worn thought... that same maroon dress shirt yeah. for every picture we've ever had. Oh, well, it was a nice shirt, but it's being retired. I thought a no, nice time a would shirt. pass between the events, but I guess you guys remembered it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shamed by Jack, who's constantly wearing the Tennessee tuxedo. Come right. on. Uh, let's see. The, oh, of course, producer Foz and Positive, Sean. Sean? Yeah, a handful of movies coming out this weekend. We got uh, a new Jumanji movie coming out, the Richard Jewell movie directed by Clint Eastwood coming out. Uh, those are both in the Cinemaplex. On Netflix, new Michael Bay movie. This one uh, seems to be very Michael Bay, called Six Underground. It is described thusly, six individuals from around the globe, each the very best at what they do, have been chosen. And it doesn't matter how that sentence finishes. I'm watching that movie. Awesome. Gary, Jack, a fun thoughts to share with us. There's this anarchist writer I like named Michael Malice who says Donald Trump is the world's greatest troll. couple of examples in the last 24 hours, and I didn't even pick up on this till now. With impeachment going on, he badmouthed that 16-year-old girl and got attention all day long with people reacting to that. And now he just said out loud in a, in a press conference saying that he's considering skipping the presidential debate, which will cause the media to go crazy all day long instead of talking about impeachment. Well, my final thought was brilliant, but there's no time for it. So go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We will see you on Monday. We're contractually obligated to do so. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. Armstrong and Getty.